0: Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on the 29th of January 2017. You sometimes wonder if you're in some kind of time warp. You see all these sci-fis that they keep throwing out movies after movie after movie with science fiction to do with parallel universes and things like that. And sometimes you think you've woken up in one, especially when you don't watch television because if you do have to go into, on the internet even, and look at some of the stuff that's out there, uh, apparently, in the realm of politics, now, it's like watching cartoons. You see what's happened to people? What on earth has happened to people? Now, I missed the whole era with Beaver and Butthead or whatever it was. And all the cursing and swearing They it ramped it up and ramped it up Until a generation started to cuss and swear And talk about their their uh, sexual appendages And so on In normal conversation I missed that era And, uh, and yet here it's all out in the, in the open sometimes On the so-called alternate media As though it's somehow Avant-garde And, and very chic You know, it's very chic it's, it's the cutting edge of of, of chicdom, uh, kind of like a, a fashion show. Uh, I mean, how much can you do with material that hasn't been done before? I ask you. And yet, it's, it's like a fashion show where eventually you got something the size of a handkerchief and it, it costs thousands of bucks. I mean, it, it just gets ridiculous. And it's the same, too, with trying to outdo people with, with the foulness of a limited vocabulary. And people who who listen to this kind of stuff, that they don't realize that everything out there is weaponized. I've said it for years and years and years. Your media is totally weaponized. Your movies are weaponized, all to bring you down and down and down and down. And it's worked awfully well, as far as I can see. A good example, literally, is the incredible... Reality shows we get now. I'm not talking about television reality I'm talking about to do with politics. It's an ongoing reality show where no facts are ever presented. It's just slanging matches of folk who hate each other, basically. and and, And getting to the lowest level of abuse and vulgarity means you've won whatever argument that you think you started. It's absolutely insane. It's insane. And this is not happening by chance. If you still believe that you're, you're in charge of your own life and you're directing the future of your own life, good luck to you. You are in a parallel universe, because it certainly isn't this one. This world here is the most controlled system ever devised you're constantly being updated like a program in a computer on how to behave, how to think, what to even believe. And I've told you before that if you think, if you really think that the one ruling elite of this planet that decides who they want in as a front group in a particular period to suit themselves, to suit this ruling elite not to suit the public. If you really believe that those who get in are going to make everything right for you. You know, Clint Eastwood rides into town and cleans it all up for you. You, you just sit there and, and shake as you're nervous and all that. And he'll do it all for it. What a joke. What childish fantasy is this? We're living under incredible control. You understand, in commerce... And real big international commerce with the big international corporations that literally are the new feudal overlords, the CEOs of the feudal overlords, as Quigley talked about in the 60s. That's supposed to control the world. It's already here. They control what you're going to get taught and brainwashed with with, what they call education for your time period. And they decide as well. Uh, All the different uh, organizations that are going to create the the proper kind of social leaders uh, who are going to manage you. And you don't elect these social leaders. They're all over the place with umpteen different names to manage intricately little parts of your lives from birth to death. All run on behalf of the big international corporations. And it doesn't matter if you think you're right-wing or left-wing. It's a joke. I've always said what's in front of the bird. It's a shield to hide what's underneath. All you see is a right wing and a left wing. What's the body about? Hmm? Who comprises that? And it's behind a shield so you can't see it. You're not supposed to know. But as I say, it's, it's, in, it's incredible to me how this ratcheting up of the system of total control is astonishing ongoing, and so on, to the present day. And and the whole future is mapped out and planned for those who haven't figured that out. They still think Clint Eastwood's going to come in and save them. It's not going to happen. Clint Eastwood's been and gone umpteen times. And the agenda goes on. The same agenda goes on. And the reason you get one party getting put into office as opposed to the other party is the rulers of the world, those who own it, have decided they can get what they want much faster and more efficiently than the previous corrupt bunch. And as I've said in democracy, that's all you do. You don't vote the new people in. You vote the last bunch of corrupt people out. That's what it's all about. Over. You'll see that if you live long enough, you'll see it all. Control, 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 control. Control from birth to death. I've gone through so many talks over so many years They've been grabbed by many, many other hosts and authors who never seem to mention you, you mind you, but that's a buy. buy. And I've said this, that that you just don't realize, you don't realize that the world is run as a big business plan. And with technology today, and with the, the incredible taxation of the public that's then used... To train professors and specialists in human behavior to then study us so that they control us even better, it's, it's just inc- it's a nightmare, actually, how precise they are. And with technology, well, let's give you an example of technology. How many folk have seen Robin Williams' movie? I think it's called The Cutter, where he's a kind of, um, when people die, In this future scenario, they have a little brain chip that records everything they see and hear as you go through life. And he has a license uh, to examine the person's life and edit out all the nasty parts so that they can show certain good parts for the funeral. That's the idea behind it. Getting you ready for all this kind of stuff too, of course. Everything is predictive programming, but... You don't need that. You don't even need an implant. You've all got the cell phones there. And that cell phone is beyond being your best friend. People are cracking up if you lose or if it breaks or whatever. There's a whole bunch of new psychiatric terms have come out with and disorders to do with the cell phone. And the constant statistics as we're studied and studied and studied to see if it's working well. And obviously it is, since the average person, they claim, they claim, looks up their cell phone over 70-odd times a day to see if anybody's texted them. Nobody talks anymore. Years and years ago, I used to wonder if this whole idea of emailing people would take off. Because I thought, well, we came all this way, and now we can actually talk to people across the whole planet with a phone. And surely talking is more precise. It's a two-way conversation. Um, And I think it's an essential thing in nature to have the human voice talk to you, but not anymore. They've got everybody texting each other, even across the tables from each other, even inside the same houses. Now, I heard a program the other day on the radio where they were talking about the disorders that the technology is bringing. And of course, the whole idea of studying us is to find ways to make us cope with all these disorders. Uh, because it, there's no way uh, you want to get more rights to do what you want to do and have more control over your life. That gadget there, whoever gadget it happens to be that's communicating, is meant to control more and more and more of your life and give access of of your life and more totality to the experts who are studying you and i'll touch on that to an extent tonight as well but on this radio show the person said that in their own house two nieces were visiting they don't one was upstairs one was downstairs they don't go to the foot of the stairs and and, and call for their person I don't want to say something, or if it's anything important, they text them. Now, here's a generation who've been born with a cell phone almost in their hand. They can't communicate with people directly and talk. In fact, they can't even look at each other's eyes. That's another disorder. That used to be a, a symptom of autism. Now it's pretty common. And... Can you imagine being in, 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 a, in a, uh, one of these in this, this house with these two nieces, and a fire breaks out downstairs, and the cell phone's the first thing and gets burned up. Does does a niece run out the door and leave the one upstairs oblivious to what's happening, to just burn to death, because she's never gone to the foot of the stairs in her life, and, and just called a bit louder than usual. To communicate to anybody I'm not kidding about this This is the sort of thing that, that, That's If it's not happened already It will be happening It will be pretty common down the road Because they, they don't do the natural th- All the things that were natural Like talking to people Has gone out the window See talking If you're just talking to people Especially in close proximity uh, It's fairly private At least it used to be uh, now you can't trust them because folk have cell phones on them. You don't know what they're doing with them. But the, f- the thing is, too, it, it, the system that you're now into, the world you're now into, where we, the, the masters control and want to know everything about their livestock, and you, are, uh, by the way, are part of the livestock. You're farmed, like, like um, Charles Ford said. They want to know all about you. And here they have people literally texting each other, on their cell phones, when they're sitting across the table or in their next room or whatever, so that all these agencies and, and can have total access to, to everything as is happening, a complete account of you. So you don't need the brain chip. You're doing it all for them. And they've trained you not to even talk to each other, text to each other, so they can get it, the information. Incredible. It's incredible, honestly. Incredible. I've mentioned before how Brzezinski, a trilateral commission and CFR, both private organizations that manage the world on behalf of their masters above them, said in his own book, Between Two Ages, back in the 1970s, that, that the people would be unable to... To reason for themselves eventually. They'd expect the media to do the reasoning for them. They really think that, that, that the media is an, an appendage to their brain basically, and that they, they think that this private media is there to warn them about things, uh, to, to keep them safe and so on, by warning them. Where did they get that? You know, presumption is quite the thing, isn't it? That The media is there to warn you, to take care of you. If you believe that, you're, you're already gone. You're, you're finished. Maybe you were never here. And that's possible. Maybe you never really were here, which is in uh, your sentient awareness. The media is private, and the big corporations that own them all belong to the same group of the trilateral groups and so on. Rolling Street for International Affairs, Council and Foreign Relations, to control your mind. Millions and millions of people have their minds controlled every every day. And it didn't just start yesterday either. It's been there for a long time. Consolidation of thought by consolidation of media. Brzezinski said that, that uh, the people will be unable to talk the following day after the news unless they actually quote the news because the news gives them their topics of conversation. Most of it could be bogus, it doesn't make any difference. That news doesn't mean truth. <laughs> Never did. And Brzezinski also said, amongst others by the way, in his own particular class up there as a world manager, uh, that the, the, the public will be unable eventually to, to reason for themselves. They'll expect the media to do the reasoning for them. And I think that they have. And then you just take, add on to the media, your cell phone and your internet and all the rest of it, and you think, you think you're making your own decisions, do you? You think that what's coming into your mind to occupy your day is, is, is all your choices of thought. Do you really think that? I've gone through years of, of private organizations and non governmental organizations, many of whom. Were started off by the foundations privately And then end up getting taxpayers' money to fund them Now, you're not voting for these characters to manage your lives But here they are all out there managing your lives for you Planning the future, doing studies upon you Finding ways to use all the social services to manipulate you, control you and direct you I'll be touching on that tonight too It's all here and when you vote someone in or, or out, it's still here. Like, like a, a, a well-oiled machine just quietly running away on its own particular path. Uh, I'm unconcerned about who you think is going to save you from it all. And I'm going to talk about all countries here. This is global. This is global. But it's everywhere. It's absolutely Everywhere. And it never stops. I talked about for instance common purpose in Britain, the group a private organisation, totally interlaced with control with, with the amalgamation and, and and the permanent control of a European Parliament over all of the European countries that picks and trains using taxpayers' money by the way. This private organisation uses taxpayers' money. Uh, And it trains the future young leaders that they've decided are the right leaders through all fields of academia, uh, from your early education, everything, right up to parliament, the European parliament. They're going to train them all and pick them and select them to make sure that they all have the same indoctrination and qualifications as the next. There's no real diversity here. Uh, your, Your masters have chosen the leaders who will put the right programs that they're told to put in, in place. But you don't vote for these organizations that picks them and trains them, but you pay for all. That's quite something, isn't it? It's beyond the old Soviet Union where you you only had a choice between Politburo member one, two, three, or four to vote for. So the Politburo was always in But here, they actually trained them from childhood to be the Politburo you Just don't call them the Politburo To make sure the agenda never changes It's going to be the one laid out by the change experts at the top So, how much choice do you really have in life? Now, I'm going to interject here an important thing before I forget all about it And that is, I mentioned before, that the Yahoo group uh, that that do my service for some of my sites changed over. They have a subdivision running it now in in India, basically, as far as I can make out, because all the ones i talked to are always in India. And I'm spending the whole weekends trying to get them to allow my uploading to my sites to work. Uh, And and I'm getting choked definitely getting choked. I mean, you shouldn't be on the phone 12 hours every every Sunday to India. So, if you get any problems this weekend, hopefully you can pass the word to look through, to look at these other sites I've got, and that's Alan Watt Cutting Through The Matrix.ca. There's also Alan Watt sentient, Sentinel.eu, and there's Cutting Through. Jenkness.com That's J-E-N-K- NESS dot com, and you can get them there as we can. If anything goes wrong again, and uh, and keep your eyes open for any changes. Now, getting back to the topic of of a, a planned future, it's astonishing to me. I mentioned before <laughs> that many of today's multi millionaires or billionaires um, you'll find make their money off the taxpayer. Because they get the taxpayer under public-private partnerships, which is right out of technocracy. I've given many talks on that in the past. Again, go into the archive section on my site. And I've got too many talks on it to, to recollect right now. But the fact is, that's where the future was to be. It's been here for a long time now, where we pay for the setting up of factories, and we pay for the setting up of roads and everything else, and the maintenance, and the private companies take all the profits. It's not a bad deal, really. And that really is what they often praise many of today's multi-millionaires is doing. And it's like this electronic car nonsense that Ontario is going full steam ahead with where literally we'll help set up the factories. Maybe, I don't know how much they're going to pay or maybe all of it for all I know. I have no idea. But the fact is um, they're also going to pay the customers to buy the cars by giving them massive discounts, the difference made up by the taxpayer again. Not bad, eh? Not bad when, when you can make policies forcing folk to start using electric cars. And you can get you can get the heads, the premiers of, of, of provinces, it's like states basically, provinces, to mandate that this has got to be a policy, so they've got to buy and, and try these cars. So your product is guaranteed to be bought. And you know, Even if most folk could never afford it, the ones who who are going to try will get a big discount and the difference made up by the taxpayer. That's not a bad deal for private business, isn't it? Hmm? Not bad. And most things today work like that, you know. Most things really work that way. This complete marriage between the state, the government, and corporations. They used to to call it fascism. Now the left wing don't don't mind that at all, because they do the exact same as the so-called right wing. Because you see, there are no real wings. There's only, again, the body behind the shield of the bird, you see. And so that's that's how the, the world really goes today. And we're well managed to go along with it all, and well distracted to go along with it all, and, and we're also taught that it's none of our business in a sense. Things just happen that way. No, well, they don't just happen that way. They're planned by big corporations uh, in collusion with your governments. And no one's been responsible to you, the taxpayer, or the citizen. We used to hear the term about responsible governments that. We're beholden to, to the, to the to people who vote them in, which is the citizenry. Where is that? Where is this myth? You know, where did this originate from? Because in most of my life here, I have never seen a government responsible to the citizenry on anything. Now, here's some things that blend in with t- t- tonight's talk, basically. And, again, pr- these private organizations... Just like the Bilderberg Group or, or the Council on Foreign Relations, which is just an American branch of the Royal Institute for International Affairs, which also is a, a branch running the whole of Europe, the European uh, branch for international affairs. For all. I mean, these are all private organizations. Yeah, and many of your politicians belong to it. So when you, are you voting in private organizations to run your world? Well, of course you are. But here's one you've never heard of, and it's called PISA, P-I-S-A. This organization, apparently, has got the Programme for International Student Assessment, PISA. It's a worldwide study by the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. This was set up uh, back in the 40s, I think, this particular uh, OECD. It's supposedly to help countries recover from the wars and so on, World War Two. And never stopped. And they, they work with the IMF and the World Bank and all that. In other words, your tax money across the world. And it's a private organization, remember. But it's also into the, the area of indoctrination in students to decide what kind of society they want. Everything's politicized. So they have the Programme for International Student Assessment. Working for the the OECD, the Organisation for Economic Cooperation and Development, this is this is a member and non-member states of 15-year-old schools people's scholastic performance on mathematics, science, and reading, first performed in 2000, then repeated every three years. So there you go. It signed off into the money system of countries and so on, and lending to them through the, the IMF and all that. And now they're into making sure everyone's got the same I- ideas, opinions, etc., for this placid world, well-controlled world. Because that's what it's about. Forget the mathematics and so on. Uh, I mean, you, you really think that all the countries across the world have never heard of mathematics before or tried it themselves? Of course they have. It's to do with creating, basically, um, personalities, like global personalities. Uh, global rights and wrongs, gl- global opinions, all the same. Everything's standardized, standardized, standardized. That's what, every, that's what everything's about. This is until the 1990s, few European countries used national tests for inner schools. In the 1990s, 10 countries or regions (UN) introduced standardized assessment and since the early 2000s, 10 more followed suit. By 2009, only five educational systems had no national student assessments. The impact of these international standardized assessments in the field of educational policy has been significant in terms of the creation of new knowledge, new knowledge, changes in assessment policy, and external influence in national education policy more broadly. But as I say, you only find is to do with your opinions and your views on things as well. And dressed up under the guise of education. That's what all things are about. I mean, just schooling has been for all my life uh, social engineering policies by the control freaks. Always has been, actually, in my lifetime, And um, we'll, we'll touch on this again before the next out But here's one here, talking about soft skills It says, if soft skills really matter, then we should try to measure them And in 2008, PISA, the organization as mentioned Will be reporting on a new domain called Global Competence the test will measure analytical and critical thinking skills as well as intercultural understanding of global issues. There's the real bulk of this weaponized system, the latter part. It will also survey students' attitudes through questionnaires to gauge their openness towards people from other cultures, respect for cultural uh, otherness, global mindedness, and responsibility. It's to create the global citizen. You see, that's really what it's for. In 2015, PISA tested another innovative domain called Collaborative Problem Solving. And looking ahead, has made an ambitious program for tackling related new capabilities. Sigging alongside established subjects such as reading, maths, and science, PISA is signaling to the world that as well as discipline-based knowledge, other capabilities matter too. As Andreas Schleicher puts it, ensuring that all people have a solid foundation of knowledge and skills must be the central part of the post-2015 education agenda. This is not primarily about providing more people with more years of schooling. In fact, that is only the first step. It is more critically, this is about lifelong education, folks. The lefties and communists pushed this back in the 1940s where you'll be updated on the new PC culture and for your entire life as you, as you live your, your entire life long. That's what it's about. You'll be PC on everything, politically correct on everything that's that from the top, what they think about everything, what they say about everything, what not to say about things. It says it's more critically about making sure that individuals acquire a solid foundation of knowledge in key disciplines that develop creative, critical thinking, collaborative skills and they build the character attributes such as mindfulness, curiosity, courage and resilience. In other words, reading, math, science, history, art, music and so forth are just a first step. See, that's the con you into, oh, it's just education. They are necessary but not sufficient for anyone learning, living and working in these challenging and fast moving times where artificial intelligence, mass migration Growing religious intolerance and globalization are just some of the real-world issues we face. Across the world, PISA is both revered and feared, so if you like the direction it takes with regard to assessment, you're happy. But if you don't, then you may worry that it will usher in ways of working with which you disagree. Many people, and I am one of them, welcome developments like PISA's new global competence domain, but others don't, etc., etc. This is the article I'm reading from. And I'll put that up tonight for those who want to, to read it. You understand, we're constantly being tampered with. It's bad enough when you think you've been entertained and you've been totally downloaded with things you should never let into your mind in the beginning. <laughs> uh, because weaponized. There's things that are worked out by behaviorists, psychologists, and the neuroscientists, uh, literally working on parts of, of movies and so on, To embed into your mind uh, Views, opinions Coupled with with scenes And emotions So you'll never forget it To make sure you have the proper idea on something The proper response that they want you to have Or even the proper guilt On whatever topic it happens to be That's how it's all working out For those who don't quite know What I'm talking about right now I've mentioned before, the mind has no firewall. Why do you want to spend most of your spare time getting it soaked and downloaded with poison? Or you have a thread of a story somewhere, that's the hook, the rest of it is just indoctrination. Remember too, they're talking about soft skills. You see, you're the hardware. And how they see you is the computer and the hardware. And they are going to put soft skills in reprogram you. And unfortunately, you will let them. You'll let them do it. Do you, realize, do you realize how incredibly amazing it is to be born in this world to start with? With all the beauty out there and the nature and so on. And things to astonish you. Just, just around you. And there's these characters come in and they want to steal your brain right away and program it to suit themselves, robbing you of your natural right to exist on this planet as an individual thinking and reasoning and understanding entity. The control freaks have always been at this, always. And there's never been a time Assisted down by, with technology That they're almost there. They're pretty well there actually For most folk Most folk are, 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 They've swallowed The Kool-Aid as they say They've taken the bait they've, they've joined And taken all the mouse traps out To get the cheese And along with the cheese they're, 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 They have no rights And less rights And less rights They give it all away Until they're dependent On the system Which has enslaved them Is that freedom? Well, again, if that truly is the burden of being conscious, then give it away. It's up to you. Now I've mentioned about the organizations that work through your governments and manage your educational systems and how governments are in cahoots with these private organizations for controlling the minds of everybody. And one of the, or the, the the organizations is called Girfec. Girfec again, you will find the archive section, cutting through dot com CA, and so on. And Girfec was getting it right for every child, where the Scottish Scotland was picked, and actually it was a, it was a French president at the time who was was in charge of all this stuff, this kind of thing. And he picked Scotland to to, to test, to have them test out this particular socialist program for controlling the minds of of society by raising the children, testing them every month or so, right from childhood. I mean, like two years, less than two years old, by an advocate, as they called it, a government advocate who would have access to their homes and test the child on, on their abilities and their attitudes and everything. Incredibly. Incredibly invasive, and and the, and the, and the, the, this fake Scottish government rammed it through, and here's the here's the here's the next step. You see, I mentioned that years ago. The next thing is they, they want because under the UN, I've read all their different studies for years and years, going way back in all their books and so on, and they want everyone tested by psychologists at least every year, and probably every month. Adults as well. So here you go, it says, um, what's that coming over the hill? From the name, it's obviously an outgrowth of GERFEC, getting it right for every child. The Scottish government's unlawful answer to all issues facing children from conception to adulthood. This new program is extending the concept further. So then, what is GERFIA and who will it affect Getting it right for every adult. And this is uh, the event will bring together developments from across the National Health Service Highlands. Again, you always use social constructs, you see, things that you're already paying for through your taxes, these bureaucracies. So, the National Health Service Highlands on an adult practice framework. What's an adult practice framework? Practice on the people. Getting it right for every adult, Gurfia. The role of lead professionals. By the end of the day, there will be an agreed adult practice model for National Health Service Highland to roll out, test, and fine-tune over the next 12 months. Do you understand, this This took years to plan all this stuff, even before they gave you the first part, which was getting it right for every child. And it says, the AHP, it must be a home provider or something, I don't know what that is, adult home provider maybe, AHP. SW, social worker, and nurse professional leads and managers involved in supporting, managing, or working with integrated district teams. And they say that um, what works well and lessons learned by Bill Alexander, all the different people who attend this and give their little talks and all the rest of it. Uh, So it's been probably worked out years ago, this kind of stuff, because they want to have a particular image of the adult of the very near future that they're going to make happen by total indoctrination, and probably sending you off for readjustment if you're not quite PC or whatever. It's immediately apparent this is the progeny of the Gerfek approach to the child and family, with the apostle of Gerfek, Bill Alexander, making the opening address. But what is the plan? What does this new scheme involve and with only a few clues at present? A pilot program was run from 2012 to 2014 in Dumfries and Galloway, Scotland. It was called Putting You First. Yeah, but where? First snippets of information revealed themselves in the published minutes. And it says that um, PYF Seamless Care Work Stream Wednesday, 3rd and so on, Meeting Rooms, etc., Hall and it's says getting it right for older people. See, everybody's to get managed here. Everybody, every age group get managed You're, you're living in pathways if you haven't figured it out. Systems, they call them pathways, from, from, from two years of age to, to 10 years of age, and from 10 to 15 and 15 to 20, you're all put into different pathways. We are tested, prodded, poked, and pushed to go along. The pre-designed pathways, all the way to to your end, your exit of the world, basically. All managed by the state, birth to death, managed by the state. And it says, uh, Graham Abrams provides an an update advising that it's been difficult to agree the well-being indicators for older people. Now, well-being, I mentioned, I gave talks years ago, too, when it first, first started to use this term. Uh, this may take some time. Uh, G is also looking to see if there is capacity within his team to assign this to some. Uh, I was noted that a single point uh, of contact for older people, as for a graphic model, would be of great benefit. So define well-being may take some time. It says this is hardly surprising when one bears in mind that one of the leading advocates of well-being defined thus. Well-being is not a beach you go and lie on. It's a sort of dynamic dance, and there's movement in that all the time, and actually it's the functionality of that movement that actually is true levels of well-being. Single point of contact is the named person of Girfic. In other words, you get an advocate who's now sent from the government, and they basically watch you through your entire life. The named person. We learned during the No to Name Person campaign that the important question is point of contact for whom. Is it a means of providing improved service and communication to better deliver care chosen by the patient, or is, or is it, as was the case for the name person, a single point of contact for the state about, not for the individual? Actually, what it is is to see if uh, you know if, if the state thinks it's better, it's cheaper for them to shove you into a home. And take your pension off you uh, Rather than have you living on your own And doing your own thing uh, and, and again too You see if you're all shoved in the same old place The exit homes Then you can have one source of heating for you all in the winter As opposed to you heating yourself And you have all that nasty carbon Out there and on your carbon taxes And all that kind of stuff You can't have that This is total management of the people Total management And it's also the right for them to decide, uh, if you're old, then you should have no rights at all. You're, You're it's a child. You're a senile old child. That's the intention of all this stuff. That's how they talk about people. And that is the intention. To take your right to live as you wish to live away from you. Incredible they picked Scotland for this. I mean, oh. I, I, I. But I've got ones in England, two and other places too They have different names for them all, of course And the UN isn't heavily involved now, in of course Naturally And it says uh, uh, G advised that the correct term should be getting it right for every adult uh, Scoping has begun And G advised that there would be a need for £25,000 To release social work resource for up to six months To develop the concept And also to release up to £5,000 for resources, for support, the work of the individual, such as meeting accommodation, travel expenses, and so on. So here they are. You're using the tax money, of course, for the for the survey of a, of a project that's going to take more and more and more rights away from uh, everybody. It's the state. It's God. The state rules you. It says, it says, this funding was agreed on the condition that this project would outline a model that followed the Shanari Principle. And it's a link to Shannari, you can look that up too and see what it was about. And uh, it's about well-being, Shannari principle, and and, and having all the right attitudes that your overseers demand that you have. And you have all the same opinions that the indoctrinated into you. Uh, Safe, healthy, active, uh, nurtured, achieving, respected, responsible, etc. This one, one month after the difficulties in defining well-being were acknowledged The Shinari indicators are adopted straight from Gerfeck, And this was a condition of funding In other words, a dictate from the Scottish government This against a background where the UK Supreme Court in its judgement concerning named person Looked specifically at well-being and Shinari Their conclusions were damning Well, they go ahead regardless, don't they? These, these far, far... Socialist, and I mean socialist folks You better understand, the most folk at the bottom think socialist is a way of getting something back From all the money it's plundered off of you through your taxes So you can live better No, socialist is total control But mind you, all sides use socialism for control Because they all want the same control over the herd Hope you understand that Now as with all these so-called boffins, the control freaks, who used to use slide rules and so on. And as we used to call them, the, the slide rule boffins at one time. They're always dreaming up new ways to manage you and how you should be and how you should live and how you sh- what you should work at and all that kind of stuff. So here you go, and it says, it's also, too, about making things more cost-effective, in other words, reducing services, etc., and, and making you happy in the process Well-being I've mentioned before, you see You, you, could, be, you could have a, a really good high mark in well-being If you're living in utter poverty uh, but, but, you, but you're so far gone by frostbite or something perhaps And, and hypothermia uh, That you, you, you're hallucinating You think you're doing well so that'll be ticked off Okay, he's starving to death And he's freezing to death But he's, he's well That's good That's well-being And it's, it's, it's a horror show it's a ho- I can't believe government's Is shoving this thing through it, It's just incredible For these control freaks Control freaks Control freaks But they actually mentioned it here they, can, they say they can apply Service improvement We need to find ways To quickly uh, gain momentum Of escalating the pace of change So the, that's awfully important By the way Escalating the pace of change you're finding that in culture and everything now is you ramp it up. says so we need to do this by reimagining ways of introducing, scaling up and rolling out change across complex systems that organisational and professional boundaries. And as urgent and radical make difficult decisions, and as um, you it might include uh, clinical procedure changes for hospitals and things, treatments, and it'll probably toss it out the window if you think, well, you're old, you know, Due to new uh, evidence or a, application of thresholds, that's a nice term, that to application of thresholds, a service reduction—that's more like more like this, the, what it's really all about too, or change uh, that is or may be controversial. Well, they—they they probably will just run and, and treat you, if, you know. They'll, they'll give you the euthanasia pill, like Canada. Uh, but yeah, this, this is a total social control uh, system here. And remember, it's the, they're talking about maybe the age of 20 years of ageing up The rest of your life And before that, you'll have the, the GERFEC for the child that are up to the age of 20 or whatever I'll put this article up anyway, by the UK column And you can look at it yourself Also, an article here about the carbon taxes that our masters want Because it's going to make a a control mechanism that's going to be Never mind the fact that all this money for nothing Is going to make a lot more new multi-billionaires Because there will be no questions asked where the money goes Elon Musk floated the idea of a carbon tax to Donald Trump An official says Uh, So Tesla Motors, electric cars uh, Elon Musk is pressing Trump administration To adopt a tax on carbon emissions raising the issue directly with the President and and, uh, U.S. business leaders at a White House meeting Monday. Regarding manufacturing, a senior White House official said Musk floated the idea of the carbon tax at the meeting, but got little or no support amongst the executives at the White House, signaling that Trump's conservative political orbit remains tepid on the issue. Musk, also CEO of SpaceX, has publicly supported Trump's nominee for Secretary of State Rex Tillerson. Well, Chief Executive at Exxon, Tillerson acknowledged the climate is changing. <laughs> if you know what I saw, and I gave talks to it before too, all the big corporations, all the big corporations that wanted the carbon tax, because they actually profit off it by trading the carbon credits, which they get for nothing from the taxpayer. We give them millions to start trading, just like they did in Europe. Anyway, uh, so they're all on board for it, so it's more control and it won't cost a million. And described a carbon tax as the most efficient means of em- embedding the cost of a carbon in economic decisions from oil companies to consumers. Will consumers pay at all, you see? Rubbish. It's all rubbish. And uh, ExxonMobil has lobbied on Capitol Hill for a revenue-neutral carbon tax to take the place of an array of environmental regulations that raise the cost of fossil fuels. A carbon tax could be imposed on oil, gas and coal companies or on gasoline or homeowners' power bills like Britain. To make it revenue neutral and to avoid an undue burden on the poor And here's the big con when they're going to really soak you Money raised by carbon taxes could be returned to taxpayers Possibly through periodic dividends Now that's how they always, when they're really going to soak you and gouge you That's the con, oh well you get so much of it back maybe, you know And it keeps changing the amount that they start giving back to you Like the the, the value added tax which came through the GST in Canada Then into the harmonized sales tax I tell you, has worked out so well, well it's not, We get so much of it back You know I mean I... The issue divides the oil industry With several other large integrated companies Also favouring a carbon tax Even though it's being fought by many Independent producers that lack Pipeline and refining operations You see all the business and the wheeling and dealing And the infighting Of, of the corporations and the little guys Getting kicked out for the big The big monopolies Although a carbon tax has long been favored by some economists as the most straightforward way to put a cost on carbon dioxide It's nothing to do with that it's, it's Even the big boys have said to themselves Even if the whole con game of, of the, the global warming or freezing Or whatever it happens to be in carbon Even if it's all bogus uh, They can use this money across the world For the so-called poor of the world Rubbish They have no intentions of helping the poor of the world They've been at this rubbish for, for an awful long time. All they want is cheap cheap labour and we build corporations, new factories across the planet. Not bad, isn't it? Anyway, that's the rubbish we get fed, isn't it? Yeah. Now here's one here in Article Carbon tax won't make Canada a climate leader if nobody follows if no one follows suit. So the whole idea is to get everybody on board with it. Welcome to 2017, the year of the carbon tax. The midwinter chill that ushered a new year across Canada is a fitting symbol of the bleak prospects we face under our country's climate leadership, quotation marks, plans. And this author says, when I wrote Canada may be carbon neutral, so why are we keeping it a secret? Several months ago in the National Post, I asserted that Canada's leaders were setting us up to fail by refusing to scientifically measure and claim our fair share of global CO2 absorptions. I read the article years ago, actually, when this racket and coin game was going on, where the UN and uh, the IPCC said... Uh, they said, well, yeah, Canada, you know, because people thought, well, well yeah, will we, we, we want to pay anything at all because we've got all these trees in Canada? Forests, just masses of forestry, you know, everywhere. Well, the, the, the IPCC in the United Nations says, yeah, but it's the wrong kind of trees. because <laughs> <You know? laughs> trees, as you know, will soak up the CO2 and put it oxygen. So, so it's, it's a racket, It's a racket, isn't it? It's it's a social social program to grab money, to put across the world into the corporate pockets for factories and things. Uh, That's what it's about. It's nothing to do with CO2. CO2 is a trace gas, a trace gas that has to be there. It's a trace gas. And it's invisible, for those who don't quite know that. Now here's an article here about where it's going to, I mentioned last week there's going to be more folk dying off in the winter because they can't heat themselves. And that's the way that socialism always takes you. Socialism always ends, ends up in a horror show of bureaucrats dictating to people and then getting furious when you can't go along with it or you won't or you can't comply. That's where it takes you. And the world is socialist. I don't care what party you think is in power. It's always socialist now. This is Britain, a £100,000 scheme to help keep homes warm this winter. Because thousands die in Britain now, normally now. And the 21st century, thousands die and folk accept that in Britain, in their own homes. Because they can't afford to heat themselves. Vulnerable residents are being offered support to keep their homes warm this winter under a £100,000 council scheme. This is one place, it's in one place in Britain. Uh, Stoke-on-Trent City Council is again making an investment in the Warm Homes, Healthy People scheme. Can you believe they're putting that out in 21st century? Warm Homes, Healthy People, which aims to reduce death and illness due to cold weather. The Council and its partners, including the Beat the Cold, Age UK and the CAB, will provide people with advice on how they can improve the thermal efficiency of their homes and access financial support why don't you get all these rules off their backs bring coal back for goodness sake and make it affordable and let them heat themselves and live and then they'll be healthy this is a scheme which is now in its fourth year will uh, involve advice sessions for community groups home visits to examine fuel usage so here's the money going to get wasted on all this rubbish how can you manage your, your fuel usage? Well, how can you manage it when you're freezing already and you're using the minimum? Boiler servicing and heating appliance repairs. <laughs> free carbon monoxide alarms will also be fed in houses under the program. So this is where your money goes for other corporations to... Because obviously it's going to be free, they hand it to you, but but your, your, the tax money paid for it. Around 12.5% of households in Stubborn Trent experience fuel poverty, higher than the national average of 10.4%. That's disgusting. Disgusting. But Britain's been turned into pretty well a third world country. And most of, that's the agenda for most of us, if you haven't figured that out. So households considered to be fuel poor if its income falls below the official poverty line once heating costs are subtracted. The high level of fuel poverty on Stockholm, mind you, were taxed in the gills to pay for more uh, projects across the waters in all these different countries on behalf of the big corporations. And the high level of fuel poverty in Stokeland trade is due to a number of factors, including low incomes and a high number of older, less energy-efficient properties in the city. Well, they have to get their own version of the Garfia and uh, work there and start deciding what to do with the elderly, Councillor Randy uh, Conte, Cabinet Member for Housing, Communities and Safety, said uh, on (laughs) the Safer City Projects, eh? fuel poverty can have a negative impact on people's health. Oh, that's what specialists are for. That's that's why you need them, eh? If you can't heat yourself, it's it's bad for your health. Hmm. As well as causing considerable hardship. Well, this guy really knows his stuff. And it's important that tackling it remains one of the authorities. Key priorities So I guess by what I just read there Nothing's going to happen for the average person The Warm Homes Healthy People Program Will help the city council and its partners To reduce death and illness Can you believe that they're saying To reduce death and illness That's what they're hoping to Due to cold weather Providing support and advice to those who need it Support and advice Advice Uh. And they call it fuel poverty Uh, Another one here too Worcester uh, Council And Fuel Poverty I'll put that up as well by the way And how they diagnose long term health conditions Such as respiratory or cardiovascular disease And so on and so on And uh, how Maybe help you through the winter Or maybe not This is incredible Incredible and the last article i was going to put in is about cameras getting put up, more and more cameras getting put up everywhere. And all the bridges in the U.S. are putting them every, all over the place, and not just the airports and all that, but the bridges and everything. Because, you see, you've already given up your privacy with your cell phones. You see, you know, tick here, tick here, tick here, tick here, all your apps. And also facial recognition to replace passports and security overhaul at Australian airports. There you go. Paper passenger cars to be abolished in world-first system. The government hopes to see 90% of arrivals processed automatically. Hmm. There you are. But anyway, uh, this is the, the great projects that are managers. You have people managers. They're always managing us. And creating new forms of managing us. Because you see, you can't have populations where there's still some rights left to decide yourself what you want to do. Can't have that. Can't have that, for goodness sake. They're professionals for that. You're not a professional. Can you believe this? Uh, This is what's happening. And people think they can just vote people in and it's all going to change for the better for them. As if you had no personal responsibility yourself. Let your childhood. as with socialism is. Where it's got a fascist face or the communist face is the same thing, folks. Same world organisation of leaders and world owners running your lives and making it more efficient but for themselves. For myself, Alan Watt from Ontario, Canada, it's good night and may your God or your God school with you.